to book it to the library, a book analysis and review podcast. Here we go into the nitty-gritty of some of our most favorite book series and ask the stupidest questions. Why do wizards need money? And why does Harry not ask any questions? Right now we're covering the Harry Potter series, so if you want to be a part of this journey, don't forget to hit follow and leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. So, let's book it to the library. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Book It to the Library and welcome to season two. Yay, second season ongoing. We are back with another Harry Potter discussion. Today we're doing Chamber of Secrets, so let's get into it. So yeah, we're doing three chapters today. Okay, so let's get into chapter one, the worst birthday. I think this chapter starts out good, right? Uh, what do you think of this chapter, Gazi? This chapter, uh, now Harry has become a little cocky since, you know, he knows all these uh, new things, he learned new things and all. He has become a little overconfident and a little cocky and, and I think that's an acceptable for a 12-year-old. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he just wants to get back at his, you know, step-parents or whatever, like, you know, showing them that, you know, I have Hagrid at my back, you know, I can turn you into pigs, be afraid of me. Yeah, those days are long gone when I was scared of you and all. Yeah, it's like now I have magic as a tool. Um, yeah, they don't know like he can't use magic outside of school. They don't know that, so they're they're more afraid. Yeah. Arguments are going high in the Harry Potter household. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many arguments. Yeah, the Harry says something like, um, "Say the magic word," right? He says this. Um, and the Dursleys like freak out. They're like, "Why did you say the M word?" It's like it's not it's not a swear word or anything. But it's it's cool mm. that uh, it's like if he says Voldemort, they're fine with it, I guess. And if he says like magic, they freak out. So that's like mm. a that's like a weird duality. Like the Wizarding world, everyone's like, "Oh God, mm. don't say Voldemort's name." Mm, yeah. And these people are like, magic is not allowed in this household. <laughs> the situation at Dursley's house being different from the situation at Hogwarts is actually like, you know, relaxation for him. Yeah. I mean, he, he can actually, you know, sit back and relax, you know, uh, because nobody will, um, I think he can stay away from all the attention, which he actually didn't like in the first place. And, you know, uh, the constant pestering about, you know, how you got your star, you know, people uh, kept reminding him that he lost his parents. Here, they don't do that. Yeah. See, they might be bad, but I, I think, yeah, it, it's like a detox. Their house is like, it, uh, it might be a very bitter detox, but it is a detox. He is not reminded that, uh, you know, he is uh, the one uh, who lost his parents due to an unfortunate event or... He's he's the boy that lived, or he's the boy you know that destroyed Voldemort. Because for people, it is a heroic event, but for him, it was a very terrifying one. In one, he lost his parents, and in the second one, he almost lost his own life. Yeah. So people, when they don't bring that up, I think he can. Uh, these summer holidays are actually more relaxing than he gave credit. I think uh, if he if. He stayed with like uh, wizards, right? And during his summer holidays, also yeah. he stayed with like uh, the Weasleys. Uh, they they mm. would always like look up to him and think of him as sort of like a, a god or something because he's such high level. Like, yeah. Like, huh. 
and uh, i think yeah he would like become cocky and is arrogant more arrogant than he is now and uh, i think hmm. that that would like lead to his downfall right i think yeah. what, what dumbledore did was right he's like uh, you have to stay with your blood your family because hmm. uh, that's uh, first of all there's that protection thing and so second thing that hmm. uh, so you won't become like full of yourself basically hmm so yeah that was that is the right decision i feel it shows like uh, you might be a great or uh, the chosen one in the wizarding world but you should know that you didn't do anything to get that fame it, it all came to you and you should remember your place yeah and that at least show, showed him his place every single time i think yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah like coming to like the second book we're just starting it right so um Mm. if you if you like start reading a series right like if you're the reader mm. and uh, if you have like a five book series then uh, mm. do you start at the second book or do you have to pick up the first book as as yourself for reading you say like yeah, you, know, yeah. you you can actually uh, then i uh, yeah of course uh, like in my college library what happened was we didn't have there were a few hit series but we didn't have any you know first book was always missing or the last book was always missing <laughs> so we had to pick up the books we had so i um and you know uh, while you keep reading the book you could actually you know uh, connect the dots yourself yeah it's it's not no it's not necessary but it is what it is it is ideal so you would want to read the first book too to get the you know uh, stuff and all but it's not necessary like if you are smart enough to read a 500 pages book you would be smart enough to correct the dots yeah i mean i think in this case uh... jk just lays it out for you in this first few chapters she like recaps the whole book basically whole book yeah the first book hmm. so yeah but for me even though it's uh, some series i can do that but on the broader spectrum right i can't do that i have to read the first book because i have to hmm. get the whole story and uh, i guess i'm just stubborn like that <laughs> I have to read. No, you're you're just a privileged kid. You're just a privileged kid who always has every book in every series. I mean, not always. So it's. I mean, the first time I picked up Harry Potter, I guess I think I the first book I saw from Harry Potter was like the last two books, and but mm. I was like, I don't want to go to that yet. I want to read from the beginning. So. Yeah, I think me like the first time I got to know about Harry Potter, the movies. I started with the Goblet of Fire, the most boring one. <laughs> <laughs> then I then then I did uh, you know the Half Blood Prince and the Deadly Deadly Hollows. Yeah. Then I came back to Order of Phoenix. Then the first three. This this was my order. So, but wow. but I still you know can debate you in the Harry Potter series. I understood everything. So you know that's a win-win, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, the movies are easier to understand because, like, uh, each movie mm. has a different director and different style, so it's a different story mm. in each movie. So, mm. easier. Okay, so getting back to the chapter, um, I just yeah, we just want to talk about like uh, how the Dursleys treat Harry, right, in this book series. Yeah. So how do you think? Uh, how do you think? the jk tra- tackle like abuse and all of those topics in this book or in the first book even did she do a good job i think she that? did nothing to tackle these issues i mean she just 
put it out for us to you know deal it in our own way she didn't give us you know a, a stream you know like you know okay this dudley's uh, did not treat see normally if you wanted to you know teach a lesson or you wanted uh, uh, the readers to handle it well uh, a writer should always you know do this thing like yeah at at first dudley's did not treat him well but at last you know they were one happy family this is what most uh, people look for when, when you when you see people you know uh, abuse or step parents or whatsoever yeah. but in this books like you know six i think the first six books the book starts with you know harry getting abused by his step parents only yeah kind of that's yeah. true so, rowling did not uh, did not think of what effect it might have but see uh, we come from a normal childhood so for us it, it is just you know a very unsatisfying episode but you know uh, look uh, look into the perspective of a child who really has you know, the abusive step parents like what would he go through yeah yeah i i think uh, yeah that, that is what 90s were you know uh, they it uh, we didn't have the awareness or you know we didn't think the how the other half would reach out to this we just uh, yeah what felt right for us we just assume that it is right for everyone but you know like, i think times are changing for good yeah that's true i mean um like i think in the first chapter they give like a description of how like uh, mr dursley like shouts at harry right and uh, hmm. he like uh, he like gets really angry at like small things and uh, in in this chapter like petunia even tries to hit him with like a frying pan and stuff and it's like yeah. uh, i i just i just remember reading this like a kid i was like okay that's fine he he dodged the attack it's fine he's okay but i'm like uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm i'm older now and i'm thinking okay that that is abuse that is like clear signs that hmm. he is being abused in some way like physically or emotionally not only human being not only harry potter there is also you know three uh, like like slightest mention of you know pet abuse too like animal abuse too the way they treated uh, you know hedwig yeah they did not give him food he was caged and i think in this times if, if any movie shows such substances where the pet is you know uh, caged or is not given proper food it is always animated there is always graphics they never you know try to bring up on a pet or they even give us you know a caution like you know no animals were harmed such kind of thing but yeah. rowling did not give any of those things here yeah i mean i think uh, if she had gone into like the deeper things like uh, if she had shown them like hitting harry like abusing him then it mm-hmm. i think it i don't think it would have been a kids book anymore right that would have been rated yeah. for like uh, adults and young adults and these mm. first few books are not young adult books i don't think so the first like two books are like kids books basically so they're like for 12 and 13 year olds after that yeah. they grow into themselves and they become like uh, young mm. adult books and uh, i think she handled it okay and she, mm. she handled it like in a way that kids will know that something's wrong but uh, mm. they won't like uh, they won't know that it's abuse so it's like yeah you have to grow up and read these books again to notice that it's actually something's wrong like really wrong so mm-hmm. yeah i think that was the first chapter so do you have any last thoughts on this 
Yeah, I think that is what first chapter is abuse, abuse, and abuse. Now, <laughs> and you know, you you have awareness. See, everything is ruined with awareness. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but everything is ruined now. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, let's move on to chapter two. Dobby's warning. We're introduced to Dobby in this chapter, and um, mm. I think one thing I found interesting was uh, when. when dobby like when harry comes in the room like dobby is sitting on his bed and then mm-hmm. harry asks him to like sit down later on and he's like uh, really surprised mm-hmm. so uh, why do you think that is he was sitting when when he didn't come so uh, yeah th- this is like a common point in very you know uh, about the slavery uh, in particular you don't sit when your master is there in the room Uh-huh. you can yeah. sit later on but you, you, you won't sit in front of your master that that is a thing yeah the, the discussion on topics like slavery also so dobby is like basically mm-hmm. a slave not like you can't even call him like a servant so servant yeah he's a slave yeah so uh, yeah and uh, what do you think of dobby like on the whole like what do you think of his character dobby at first i didn't like him very much you know he of course we liked harry potter and he was you know uh, asking harry potter not to go to uh, hogwarts so yeah. and i think uh, dobby had a very great character development yeah he did i think if in this in this book uh, i think after this chapter if dobby died i wouldn't have cried for him yeah but you know uh, when when dobby actually died i felt like oh this shouldn't have happened mm-hmm. yeah they, they went very deep into dobby and i think that that is uh, you know a, 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 like a, a sun a hope of sunshine you know i think uh, yeah he was a slave and harry was practically his abraham lincoln so you know he he was very <laughs> loyal and yeah he was kind hearted yeah 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 i think he looked up to harry in like a way that uh, he hasn't looked up to me he look up to abraham lincoln <laughs> Yeah, basically. That that is what I did. Basically, Dobby's development throughout the books was great. I mean, he he turned out to be uh, like this annoying little guy who's like telling Harry not to go to school. Like first mm. first time I read that, I was like, "Bro, let him go to school, please. I want to see him in school again. I don't care if his life <laughs> yeah. is in danger. He has to go to school." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I think you you grow to like him after. Uh, like the moment he like dies, you like feel like this loss, this, mm. this over like a character who's fictional and not human. So that's great writing. Yeah. The Ministry of Magic also, I think they acted really stupid in this case. I think when uh, mm. when Dobby was like hovering the cake over uh, uh, Mister Dursley's head, right? And after yeah. after he did the spell and like vanished. Harry got like a letter mm. from uh, Mafalda Hopkirk or something, I guess. Mm. And they said that you you perform like a Howard charm, but yeah, can, can they not distinguish between elf magic and wizard magic? Is there not like a system in place for that? I don't think there is, because you know, elves magic doesn't count. See, elves elves do not have any rights or anything. See, if if elves had rights. they would have you know uh, set up some rules for them yeah elves are practically slaves so uh, i think the master is accountable for anything an elf does mm. 
in uh-huh. in this uh, scenario uh, when lucius malfoy was not present harry was his immediate master he he's account uh, like harry is accountable for his misdoings because dobby calls harry also a master right okay yeah yeah so i i think harry is the master and harry is accountable for his misdoings yeah that that makes sense yeah i think i think harry was like the immediate like wizard in the room so they like yeah, automatically the only wizard, yeah so they suspected him of, of doing that job yeah mm-hmm. makes sense okay uh, yeah one more thing this second chapter uh, after after all that happens and like he loses his deal Uh, Mr. Dursley loses his deal, right? So he's like, "I'll mm. lock you. I'll lock up in, you in your room, and I won't let you go to that school." But yeah. uh, why do they want him? Want to keep him so bad? Like, won't they be happy? Let's just letting him go to school. Like that was my first question that came. No, deep down, they really care for him. You know, like even the first book, they didn't want him to read the letters. and mm-hmm. now that because they they knew like you know uh, the last person who left their family for hogwarts did not have a happy life yeah i think petunia is still in the is still traumatized like she doesn't want another person from her family going to hogwarts and lose their life yeah it shows like even if they lock him up in his room right they still give him food and mm. little bit freedom not like they're not like starving him to death or anything it's like uh they're giving him some freedom but mm. it's still not right okay our next chapter chapter 3 the burrow so ron comes to save mm-hmm. harry ron's here yeah and, yeah and when fred and george also come with ron right so they know how to lock yeah. pick that's weird i found that weird mm. they know how to lock pick also So yeah, their dad is like in, interested in like Muggle inventions and stuff. So I guess they mm. they also learned something from him. That's cool. Yeah, I I think uh, was it in the last book that they didn't know how to turn on the telephone? Telephone, right? Yeah, I think it was yeah. something. It was. Hmm. They either they learned a lot in in a few weeks, very much indeed. Like in Muggle world, they learned the entire world in just. a few weeks or it was just an error yeah most probably yeah then how can a person you know uh, start uh, working in a ministry i think a ministry is a very respectable position in the ministry not uh, about the muggle you know thing how muggles live their life that uh, don't know what telephone is yeah i mean i think they should know because uh wasn't that thing like Uh, getting to the Ministry of Magic, like uh, going through that telephone box, right? So they have some sort of mm. connection to that, right? I, I think they should know something about the Muggle world at least. And yeah, that's the that's the weird thing about like magic, right? Like the need of mm. magic. Magic is so powerful that you don't need any other technology, basically. And uh, yeah, it just like outdated the Wizarding world. So they're like way behind the Muggles. Yeah, about. uh dobby again like they mm. mentioned something like fred and george uh said that uh, house elves only come with like big mansions and rich families right so mm. how how like is that exactly you know they even said that you know exactly sort of a thing malfoy would do they yeah. even use this phrase malfoy here yeah 
yeah because that's the first person who comes to mind right like who would <laughs> yeah. be okay with uh, okay with doing all of this to ourselves <laughs> so i was just confused like uh, you don't they don't pay the ourselves right you don't pay anything the ourselves yeah, so why is why do they only come with like rich families why can't poor families also have them that's that was uh, you need to buy an else right you need, see even ah. uh, slaves Uh, didn't belong in you know uh, middle class households. Slaves were not in any middle class household. They are you know poor households. They were only in a house you know in a barns where there were you know hundred acres of fields and all. Only they had slaves because you had to buy the slaves. It was an investment. Ah, okay. Like if if you were uh, it's like you know uh, a servant is like a Toyota car, and you know a slave is like a Lamborghini. Uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah only the rich can have it rich can afford it yeah that's true uh yeah that's that again uh, uh, confirms that there is talk about slavery here like buying slaves mm-hmm. and selling and how how like uh, weird that was like you buy a person and you just sell them and they just work for free mm-hmm. right there's no like yeah there's no humanity in that so hmm i think in these sort of things the eastern india was way more modern than, than the west the eastern uh, you know part of the world was um, aware you know aware of human rights um, even before uh, the western world uh, came and you know ruined it completely i think slavery in you know the subcontinent of asia uh, has has been abolished i think uh, since the 15th century yeah. but here the slavery started in uh, yeah i think buying and people like that's a very messed up concept i think only the ones who are very full of themselves and they think like you know the people with god complex as we call it nowadays Yeah. would do such a thing and they were uh, no laws prohibiting them uh, because you know only the rich had a say in e- even the political matters uh, everything was aristocratic even the government was aristocratic so they, yeah it, it is common for people having uh, the god complex um, and you know thinking that they are better than the other half living so when they saw africa they they saw you know many opportunities be uh, let it be mines or you know uh, natural resources or uh, even humans I, they thought yeah uh, they are not uh, evolved humans uh, that that was the phrase used many times yeah so i think um, yeah it doesn't make sense but it is how it was yeah i mean that was obviously a long time ago now uh, mm. i mean mindsets have changed but it's weird that still now there are still some people who believe that like uh, the color of your skin affects like how you are uh, what you are and how intelligent you are or something it's not right everyone's yeah. the same like the human brain is mm. uh, complex the body is the same it doesn't matter what color mm. like shape size you are in uh, yeah it's like just like last year or something just everything started in the us again right like uh, black lives matter yeah 
and that was like a really large topic about because it returned after so long it's like people still have that mentality and that yeah it's really really bad you know hmm. i think you know it it is uh, it it is bad obviously but it is also you know as an eye opener for you uh, since uh, we millennials don't have anything you know it was always a thing in the past like how dinosaurs uh, <laughs> and all were like we don't know we haven't experienced it in the first hand yeah uh, we we are not the minority uh, like i am i'm thinking about uh, me you and me mm-hmm. see we both are not minority we didn't know like uh, when we were 15 i guess we didn't know there was a thing called racism i mean that is very pathetic but we generally didn't know because we were very entitled we were always a majority and we, we didn't bother to we were we were just kids we didn't know like you know these kind of things are uh, exist and these affect people in a very bad way we didn't know that and i think uh, incidents like this uh, open everyone's eyes kids have to grow up at that time you know and act responsible yeah and i think that uh, that situation caused us you know to reflect upon our life and be grateful for it and in the same way um, like be ashamed of what people have done to fellow human beings yeah i mean we we should be ashamed because as like a human race we haven't treated others with respect right in the past yeah And, and till now we're not doing even now that's that's a that's a crazy part right people still not have learned and uh, mm. i think what you said about like when we were younger that's true like um, i guess maybe we knew deep down but we were ignorant most most of us yeah. were ignorant to the fact that racism actually exists and uh, mm. cla- classism and racism all that sexism also so um, yeah yeah that's that's a, that's a fair point you make that's true okay so um moving on from that heavy heavy topic let's go into something like yeah. it <laughs> uh yeah uh, percy enters right after after they were eating breakfast there and uh, hmm. they mention oh no not percy i guess in the car ride ron mentions like percy's owl his name is hermes owl yeah errol Yeah, Errol and then Percy's all is Hermes. So again, ah. one more mythology reference. <laughs> Hermes is the messenger god. So that makes sense for an owl. Mm. Uh, he's a god yeah. of messages and travel. So, wow. Mm. And when they reach the house, right? And uh, Mrs. Weasley like uh, scolds uh, Ron, Fred and George for going, mm. uh, taking the car and are going to save harry and i noticed like mm. the duality of harry and ron's lifestyle like how they uh, mm. how they live like harry's family basically wants nothing to do with him and mm. they ab- abuse him on top of that and mm. ron's family care so much about him that they indirectly mm. uh, raise their voice at them so because they are so concerned right yeah and uh, and ron cares like very less about his family it's weird to say this but on on the outside he's like oh my family is uh, like uh, uh, really irritating and everything 
and uh, hmm. i guess if harry would have had his mom and dad he wouldn't have said such things right i feel yeah i think uh, do you think uh, it you know uh, like uh, the lifestyle harry led was very contrasting you know he had three different lives mm-hmm. three of them are completely different the first one is the life he spent you know uh, with the dudleys you know dudley or dursley uh, the second one is uh, the time he spent outside hogwarts in but in the wizarding world Yeah. and the third one is his life in hogwarts like everything is very contrasting like what kind of an effect would it have on a 12 year old i think that's why he's so like um, uh, what do you call it like uh, he's so harry is perfect come on you you can't you can't blame harry for it no no yeah I mean, harry like, is yeah harry is a perfect kid yeah but i was going to say like he has like that much trauma right? because is living yeah. three different lives so that's yeah right. if if you might have said anything you know like <laughs> you know he is he's a brat or anything i would have just slit your throat now <laughs> yeah you saved yourself <laughs> i mean just to be honest sometimes he is kind of a brat but that's besides the point i mean every 12 year old is a brat <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I think do we meet Lockhart in this chapter? That has another brat. Uh, we don't actually in this chapter we don't, but uh, she mentions it. Molly mentions it. Oh yeah. Yeah, we uh, Early. through the book, right? Yeah. Hmm. And I think I think even Molly was smitten by, you know, uh, Lockhart. Lockhart, but I don't even yeah, in book like, form like I can't see this guy's face and like I know he's like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah even uh, even fred actually says it right mom fancies him yeah yes yeah, yeah he, obviously yeah, he has the most charming smile or something some award he has <laughs> that's that's weird that there's an award for the most charming smile <laughs> in mm. the wizarding world it's like don't you have anything better to focus on like voldemort yeah. or something <laughs> you're giving out awards <laughs> for smiles <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we like we know that lockhart is like a phony right he doesn't he doesn't know any real magic he just knows one spell mm. and i think jk also wanted to tackle one more thing like here she she wanted to tackle how like fitness i mean like influencers like how some of them mm. uh, are like phonies basically they don't know anything they just want to um, sell whatever people will buy people will think is good hmm. right some like fitness influencers also they don't know much about tech like, what and they and not do. only influencers here uh, we cannot only blame the influencers you know like influencers are basically people who have some you know performing talent influencers are people hmm. with performing talents yeah they, they a few of them are dumb unfortunately but we can't uh, you know we can't expect anything better than better from them you know all their life they have spent on you know just performing and pleasing people they, they yeah you you take kim kardashian or anyone else i don't see i don't mean to be arrogant or something but yeah they they don't know anything about uh, what happens in a day to day world like like people there are people who are suffering they don't know that they think that it's their world and we live in it 
so i think performing mm-hmm. the people who perform can't be blamed for stupidity yeah i mean yeah some people are not like that they're just doing it because mm-hmm. they need yeah. to keep like uh, not, not everyone yeah they need to have like bread in the house that's that's fine if you're doing it for money that's mm-hmm. totally fine but some people like the people who give out like wrong information like yeah uh, they try to hurt their audience uh, they try to make them do uh, stupid things that those people are like mm. not that great right like yeah. not i think not only influencers here uh, have you read, uh, like there was a news article uh, going viral actually there is a member of parliament in mm. india like she said uh, since the assault uh, against you know a girl child are increasing yeah uh, parents uh, like the mothers of the girls should not give their daughters mobile phones because mobile phone ruin your daughters and they start eloping with unknown boys this was a statement she made yeah yeah i, I think i saw it in someone's story did you <laughs> did you post about it too Yeah, 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 it, it yeah. was me. That's that's what I thought. I was like, I I read that. I was like, what is this? What is she saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, see, we, we see. Uh, influencers aren't responsible for uh, smooth running of the country, but she directly is. She is a member of parliament. She should not be saying such kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think <sighs> this is a woman coming after woman here, like. you you should not be saying that you know she she knows how hard it already is for women in this country and yes she is still making comments you know blaming the victim and that was not right on her part yeah victim blaming is never right because you the first thing you should do when it comes to these uh, uh, like cases of rape or anything like you should like analyze them and you should mm. first of all not blame anyone in the situation just like study more into that case and once you mm. find the evidence then you can blame right it's it's not uh, it's not that you would go directly after the guys who did that it might be a case where the girl is like uh, lying also there are some cases like that also i'm not saying that everyone yeah. lies but uh, there are some mm. cases unfortunately like that and uh, yeah there's like uh, that's that's a really weird thing to say like don't use mobile phones because your girls will elope sick like... yeah and here she was not also blaming both the parents you know even if she were to blame it she was only telling that mothers are are responsible of giving their child mobile phones like she was directly blaming the mother of the children like <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i don't even know what to say yeah that's that's bad definitely yeah i guess in this chapter i think after after they do the denoming of the garden they just go mm. around the house and ron shows him around and harry's like this is the best place ever <laughs> because mm. he's never seen a, a weird place like this right everything's uh, not neat and everything's uh, alive yeah so that's chapter 3 did you have any final thoughts on chapter 3 I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it for chapter. Uh, yeah, we have the slightest glimpse of you know, uh, Harry and Ginny. Ah, yeah. I think I, how she set up the relationship is great because uh, the first time Ginny meets him, she's like fangirling over him. She's like, "Oh my God, Harry Potter!" And she ends up marrying <laughs> yeah. him. So <laughs> that's that's great. Mm. 
one of the better relationships they had time because you know uh, they had access i, I think uh, if she were anyone else you know i think um, there were many other girls who are you know smitten by harry potter but she ha- i i feel like she had a, ch- a cho- chance because ron was harry's best friend and would do anything for him and molly practically raised harry and yeah. harry was always in their house so yeah she had a chance better than any girl in hogwarts yeah that's true i mean i don't think harry is that impressionable but uh, he just has that title i mean i don't think he's that good looking i mean people people might find him but uh, the the description of harry uh, mentions that he's not that great looking like a character he has like ragged hair and uh, he is he's like really tall and Uh, has glasses and everything uh, but uh, that is what is called rugged handsomeness phenomenon <laughs> that is rugged handsome i guess that is yeah I, I, yeah and uh, yeah even uh, in the books uh, people imagine their own crushes um, in place of harry and i think after the movies came i think nobody can be uh, daniel radcliffe now like you you can't say he's not good looking yeah i mean he is he is harry Yeah, everyone's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, did you have anything to add for these three chapters before we finish? I think that's it for these three chapters. I mean, this is where his you know, a uh, journey starts to Hogwarts again. I think it's it's a deja vu, but yeah. Okay, guys, that's that's it for today's discussion, Harry Potter discussion. we'll see you guys in the next episode and uh we just wanted to say thank you again for supporting us uh we're going to keep pushing out content if for free but i think this is going to come out on monday or tuesday so keep a look out for that and uh we'll see you in the next one thanks for listening You can find Book It to the Library on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. This episode was edited and produced by yours truly. If you want to get in contact with the show, email us at bookittothelibrarypod at gmail.com. Till then, see ya!